Hi everyone, I'm Laura Blair. And I'm Abby Blairs, and you're listening to Grown Up. We're trying to navigate 21st century adulthood, so if you're feeling a bit lost, you've come to the right place. A place where sometimes the blind lead the blind, but we always leave feeling uplifted. Today we're talking about university. To go to university or to not go to university, that is the question. We're also going to discuss the influence our parents have on our life choices, whether telling porkies on your CV is acceptable, and on a much more serious note, how can we get a Wikipedia page? A Wikipedia page? (laughs) I mean, like, that's the definition of making it, isn't it? I know, and Wikipedia is one of the reasons that we're meeting today's guest, Zoe Cunningham. I was wildly impressed by the fact that she's on Wikipedia, and she's also almost a genius. Zoe studied mathematics at Cambridge University and confirms that she has an IQ of 138, which is quite good. She was 12 at the time. I've never even... I wonder what my IQ is. Do we bring Zoe in? Yeah. So at what point did you think, I want to go to Cambridge? Me and Abby are fascinated by Fascinated by this Cambridge thing. Oh, really? I need to just get this. I need to meet someone from Cambridge, learn all about them. I've never met anyone from Cambridge or Oxford before. I guess in your circle, a lot of people went to Cambridge. Um, yeah, but also, obviously, when I was at Cambridge, all the other people at Cambridge were also at Cambridge. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no way! Since then, like, the company that I work for recruits quite a lot of people from Oxford and Cambridge, which we call Oxbridge. Have you heard it called Oxbridge, that? yes. Yeah. Since, huh? But only recently, because I was oh, Googling okay. it. <laughs> so did you always want to go to, like, a, is it called a Red Brick University? So I think Red Brick Universities are, like, the level down. Oh, so oh, oh, oh. <laughs> at school like no one said to me these are the good uni obviously everybody knows Oxford and Cambridge but no one ever I'm pretty sure sat us down and said these are the top universities if you go to these you'll probably do better in life no one ever no one said that my really bad I went to a grammar school though and I still didn't even know that kind of thing I feel like they should say these are the schools that you should probably try and get into or maybe they just were like you're all too thick to get into those schools we're not even going to consider was it always like a plan of yours to go to Cambridge or Oxford or anything so I think well so my school like I also went to a grammar school and it was quite pro was it all girls yeah oh I went to like a normal school but it was all girls I went to an all girls school I hated it and then at 16 I went to an all boys school which was amazing yeah she she grew a penis no, it didn't. No, oh, it was. Didn't How did you get in there? <laughs> we had the same thing with the boys' school over the road from our school that you could go there for yeah. the sixth form. Okay. I was like five percent girls. It was amazing. <laughs> I probably would have done better. I if wouldn't it... have got any work. Yeah, done I was going to say situation. I probably would have done went better. To the girls' school because I had just been like. But I had a really boys. hard time in the girls' school. I was not a friendly place for me. So I, I okay. think I did better being in a nice environment. Okay. See, I was fine. I got bullied in primary school, but I was all right in secondary school got the bullying out of the way yeah we became all... the bully oh. no i didn't i didn't <laughs> you graduated graduated into listen becoming to the bully. yeah yeah i, don't, I, I was yeah. never bullied in school i just uh, it was just a really nasty vibe like very bitchiness and like when i walked into a room you could always hear someone talking badly it was never a direct like picking on me but i just hated the environment didn't enjoy the vibes it was like negative vibes so how did mm. you find an all-girls school um so i got bullied like when i started so probably like in between you two, like when I started senior school, um, because I was a bit weird, like I was a bit weird, a but bit I'd weird. never really thought about it before. But then by the sixth What's form, weird to you? In what respect? So, well, there's two things I can remember. The first one is I wore glasses and uh, which I hate it. Like as soon as I got glasses, I just hated them. Um, and my arm of my glasses broke off. 
So I stuck it back together with masking tape, like really big (laughs) bits of of masking tape that it just looked a bit odd. But I was like, but my glasses work. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And then, so I didn't think it was odd. I was just like, hey. It's not really odd though, is it? It's not that odd. The other thing I did was in our first class, we had to put a um, piece of paper on our desk saying who we were Mm. because the teacher had said that was what you had to do. And I was like, that's a great idea. So I clipped it to my jumper and wore it all day. And again, oh, I was like, look at me. Now you will know what my name is. And everyone was like, what are you doing? I never had that. You were destined of... for Cambridge <laughs> from then. <laughs> but I think it really like this kind of conformity really kicked in at that, like at that school. Like everyone did the same thing. Like yeah, to do something different. Happens. Everyone's like, oh. whereas I was always a bit like, well, just do what you want. That's yeah. good though. I think I was a bit like that. And I had the same, like the same reaction like if you do something different people just talk about it Mm. in a negative way it's not a bad thing being different like it never stopped me being different but I think I just conformed (laughs) well but I think which made me quite popular (laughs) (laughs) six months seems like a lifetime ago doesn't it yeah do you ever wish you could go back in time what would you do differently if you could go back in time to sixth form I'd definitely be a bit nicer. I mean, even going back... Well, you're not nice. No, I was. You're like the, one of the nicest people <laughs> yeah. I've met. Thank you. You've learned. Well, but I... No, but I think... Um, it's For me, it's this whole weird thing. Like, actually, if you're... If you just get on with it and you're... Because I was shy as well. Yeah. And I think that doesn't come across as nice. Do you know what I mean? You mean I think you could it, have seen, be seen as a bit aloof because yeah, you're actually shy. Yeah, I exactly. feel like I used yeah. to be a bit like that. Yeah. And can still be like that, even though I act like I'm not shy. And I think I just needed to get over myself a bit. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, rather than being like, oh, poor me, I'm here and no one's talking to me. And like, just like, get on with it. And, and, and also just ignore people when they're mean to you. Yeah. I had a talking to from my teacher. So this was before I went to secondary school in my like second year, junior or whatever, however it worked. Um, saying, you know, bullies can't hurt you if you don't pay any attention to them. It's true. And I feel like that was my, my motto because I yeah. feel like I could have been bullied, but I just didn't let them. Yeah. I had my own group of friends and I couldn't care less, but, like, if I'd let it get to me, I would have been... Like, I remember once a girl coming into the classroom and pouring Ribena on my head. What? And telling me I'd done something with her boyfriend. I was like, who's your boyfriend? Which guy is this? There's so many. <laughs> there was a lot of boys when I no, was not, younger. Not saying that's true. <laughs> Just when I was doing, um, I did a questionnaire on my my Instagram stories the other day, and I started talking about my degree and stuff. And so many people have that interest of, do I go to university? Is it relevant? Is it worth it? There were so many questions about it. So I really, because you've been to Cambridge, you've got someone like me who did like an arty. We've got an Abbey that hasn't been to university. We've got an such, Abbey. <laughs> we've got such a mixture of like education here. It'd be worth talking about. It, yeah. So that's why it's a bit of a What do you topic. think are the main advantages of going to Cambridge over, like, I don't know, Manchester? I don't. I think Manchester's probably a very good uni, actually. I've probably just picked a really bad example. But of, like, a not, you know, elite uni. Yeah, I think there's two main reasons. The first is that everyone's heard of it, like you said. Yeah. So like people respect it yeah so it, it's like uh so for some jobs like people will take that in preference like they would look at that over what grade you got 
So if you got a third from Cambridge, that's better than getting a first from another university. Is it actually, or is it just like what people think? But it's all. But it is all about what people think. I think you're saying, is it harder? Yeah. Yeah, and I have heard that it's harder, but I don't know for sure. So is the course you did at Cambridge? Is that a course in any other universities? You did maths, right? Yeah, I did maths, but everyone does their own maths course. How did you get to the process that you wanted to go to Cambridge? Yeah. So I think that it was definitely to do with, like, I was doing well in my exams already. Like, people, like, notice. If you're at a school that's quite academic, people pay quite a lot of attention to how... you getting a lot of A's and A-stars and stuff. So I did quite well at GCSEs. Yeah. What did you get for GCSE? Oh, I can't really remember. Can't you? No, because there's so many of them. I know I got two B's. I got two B's at GCSE. Oh, cool. So you were just the same. I yeah. think I did as well, and then the oh rest A stars. And oh, I didn't get A stars. I got no. I got three A stars, two B's, and five A's. See, I know mine because I cling to them. I thought you needed like full on A stars to get into Cambridge. Well, but the whole thing is there was this whole weird grade inflation. So I think we were like the first year you got A stars, or like A stars yeah. had only been around a little while. So they were still quite exciting. <laughs> A's, A's were still considered good in my day. It I wasn't got like four a... marks on my GCSE maths. Four. Ooh. Ooh. And then it didn't do anything to do with maths. What did you get for your A levels? So I got five A's for A levels. Five. Yeah. So that's where that is it, isn't it? We were on the same level, and then something happened to you. <laughs> I went. You just went nuts. So you I did went, five A levels, and, and I went A's. to an all boys school, and then decided to do musical theatre. <laughs> I did A-level dance. That's where I went wrong. So the teaching at Cambridge, was it like out of this world? I suppose it's the only uni teaching that you've known, but did you feel like the teachers were like off the chain brilliant? Right. So I would say the teaching at Cambridge is substandard. (gasps) Really? Yeah, because they don't have to. Like, so, so they, and their system for promoting people is like they hire the people who are the best in their field. So they have people who are really good at maths. And people who are really good at math are often not very good teachers. Yeah. yeah. So that's, and they just, no one seems interested in like changing it or it's, it's, it's really old fashioned and like nothing ever changes. It's like really hard to make changes. Was it ever an option for you not to go to university? I guess, I guess like my parents wouldn't have forced me to go to university, but I was quite susceptible to emotional pressure as a child. Yeah. So like my mother could have got me to go really easily. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think in our generation it was very much, we went to school and then we went to university? Like it was just the person, I know you didn't. didn't. I didn't, so (laughs) probably not. I didn't either, but it's very much like in your A-levels, everyone's like, so what university are you going to go to? Whereas Mm. in the decade before, it was more of a luxury. So I think this is what happened in our generation. In our parents' generation, university was that amazing thing that if you went, you're like top, a top, you'd get a top job. Like not many people Mm. went to university back then. Mm. So when their children come to go to university, they all pushed for it. Hmm. But everyone has a university degree these days. It becomes a bit like you're not, you've not got that icing on top of the cake anymore. Yeah, no, you have to have a master's now, don't you? And you can get a degree for anything. You can get a degree for cake making. Or can you? Probably. Can you? I presume so. so. The degree topic, the subject, holds weight as well, doesn't it? It's not just the uni you went to. Like the second you say mathematics, even without Cambridge, people are like, oh, they must be clever. Yes. Or is that just me that thinks that because no. I'm bad at maths? I get that all the time. But it's bizarre yeah. because, like, 
when I think of maths, I think of trigonometry and all that kind of equations. When do you apply that in real life? Yeah, none of it. None of it. Like, you just don't. So what is the point? Yeah, well, I think that's a really good question. Is it just to be like, I'm really smart? Well, but it's all, for me, the thing, like, back to what the benefits are, I think it's opened doors for me. Yeah. So I got the interview at my job because of that. In fact, I only heard about my job because they advertised to Oxford and Cambridge. So I just wouldn't even have heard about it to apply otherwise. So, Abby, you didn't go to university. No. What were your... What was your thought process on that? <laughs> so I, so when I was 16, I just decided that I wanted to perform. And I was, there was way not going to university to study psychology or psychology and criminology because I find psychology and criminals very interesting. Yeah, you would be um, really good at that. And I, and I was good at psychology, um, and I, but I hated one of the modules that we did and it actually put me off the subject. And I was like, right, I'm just going to go and do dance and I went to Lippa to do, to study dance for like a year so which is actually quite hard to get into but you do, you just need D's like you just like it's hard to get into because you have to audition but in terms of like academically you just need D's yeah because I did to, perfectly to dance you don't need to be smart no you just need I'm surprised. It's a different type I'm of surprised yeah. you talent, even need a D to be honest because it's got I think to because do it's it. a uni because it is actually a uni of sorts it's like um it's still classified as a university um Lippers like the Liverpool Institute for Performing Arts, if anyone wants to know. Um, so you do need to have, like, a, like your A-levels. But I didn't need to have, like, super, super great A-levels. But I did try really hard with them. And I thought, I can go back to university. I can't go back to dance. It's not something that you can go, oh, now I'm this age. You can't go back to dance because there's a shelf life on it anyway. Do I regret not going to university? Not really, but I do sort of feel like I wish I had a degree because I know for a fact that people judge it. If I say I studied... Our qualification in musical theatre is a level six, which is the same as a degree, but it's not a degree, so it means nothing to anybody that doesn't didn't train in musical theatre. And whilst it's really hard, it's not academically hard. It's physically challenging oh my gosh. and emotionally draining Our and Liverpool like being theater tortured. School, where we went, but it's honestly, not a degree. Yeah. was like army camp. And anyone that's like, oh, you haven't been to know, I... I think it is. It, <laughs> it is hardcore. Like, you've never known anything like it. It's like five days of exercise every single week. Intense. Like, Intensely. painful exercise. And then constantly being told that you're not as good as someone else. Yeah. Or you're not as thin as someone else. Or you're not as pretty as someone else. Or you can't hit that note like someone else in the year below you. Like, it's constant. Like, it's not bad good. for your mental health completely. <laughs> I'm surprised we turned out the way we did. Do you... So say in your situation now, if you applied for a job, do yeah. you feel like you would want a degree? Yeah. yeah. People, <laughs> in short, because I feel that people look at me, I tell them my background, and they assume I'm stupid. Which you're really smart. You're not. You're really smart. <laughs> but you don't have a degree. It's like, I, I know I could do a degree, but why go to university now to do, just do a degree to, 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 to tick a box? Exactly. For a line on a CV. It is literally the only reason I would go. What are your would be views? Good. Do you think you needed your degree? So for me, like, like I say, theoretically, my company would have taken me anyway. I just wouldn't have known to apply. And it definitely would got me Would have taken you without a degree? I think so. We've taken people without degrees before. But they have to hear about it. You know, it's like, yeah. it's, not, it's not that straightforward. But I know people discriminate because my brother-in-law is a finance director mm. and he's extremely good finance director and he doesn't have a degree. 
So most jobs, right, you'd be like, right, we're looking for a finance director. Oh, he's already been a finance director, so he can clearly do it. You think yeah. that would be enough. But some of them just go, no degree. <sighs> They'll just like, and it just seems so preposterous, like at that stage in his life to not respect his um, experience yeah. Yeah. over his academic qualifications. In my last job, so out of university, for background guys, I went back to, so I trained in Liverpool Theatre School with Abbey for three years and I went yeah. back to university at 25 to do a management, fashion management and marketing degree. Yeah. And I think, I think degrees, you need a degree if you want to be something like a doctor or a lawyer. Like you need to learn that trade and you can't do that trade even a teacher for instance you can't learn to do that without having that those classes whereas there's a lot of degrees these days like you don't necessarily need them for anything like you can really work hard at something for three years let's take maths for example as we just said before you can work really hard learning all these equations and trigonometry and stuff then at the end of the three years you've spent three years doing something that you're not necessarily ever going to need for me fashion management marketing so that on paper it probably doesn't look as good as Cambridge and maths at Cambridge on paper mm-hmm. but it was 100% what I the route that I wanted and those three years really researching the background of the industry that I was in so I spent three years collecting as much knowledge about something for the industry that I was in so I do think my degree was worth it but for to have that much student loan 40 grand I think it's on something now to do something that probably I could have researched myself because university is not necessarily the lectures that you have it's the more or less tell you what you should be studying so you go and do the work but you could have done that on your own but they just tell you what to do yeah and you could do it on your own if they provided you with the guidance online yeah to say go and read these books then you could go and do it on your own yeah so I think the world is moving much more that way because I think this I just think I think the whole university system is quite outdated it is Mm. very and it got outdated very very quickly so I think my lecturer in particular, my lecturers, they just tell me what I needed to go Google. I literally learned my whole degree. So my degree was in like editing software, like making videos, fashion management, everything to do with the digital media. And I learned everything from YouTube videos, mm. everything. So I didn't learn anything at the university. I've got 40k debt. Do you think the debt's worth it? Well, so student loans don't necessarily work as debt. I don't know when you went to university, it might have been slightly different. But now when I went, it was it's more like student tax. So if I don't earn over a certain amount, I don't have to pay it back. And it's only a tiny, it's like 50 quid a month or something. So I don't even, it just comes out my paycheck. What is your advice, both of you, for someone who's 18 and considering university for the first time? I think you've got to weigh up all the different influences in your life. So I think like university, if you're if you're going to have a massive fight with your parents, like university isn't the end of the world. I think but I think if you go on your own terms, like this whole idea of what can I learn from university? I didn't really go and think, what can I learn from university? I just went because that was what you did. Yeah. So when I got there, I found that it wasn't really serving my life aims at all. It wasn't like I was choosing what to do. Mm. And so I wasted three years. Whereas if you go and you say, well, I'm going to get whatever I can out of university, then I think that's fine. Yeah. 
And it depends, like you say, it depends which job you want to do. Mm -hmm. But for something like what I do, which is software development, I think you're much better off teaching yourself how to, how to do it. <laughs> There's a word for that. I've got it written down somewhere. Become an autodidact. Mm. <laughs> I love how you're like, mm, and I'm like, what the hell does that mean? self-directed <laughs> learner. Yeah. I think that's Latin again. <laughs> I don't even know if that's how you say it. I, I actually checked it and different, you know, you can like click on the little, what do you call it? Like the speaker. Yeah, yeah. the speaker to, to hear it. It's like autodidact, autodidact, autodidact. You know, like it's like, <laughs> what, what is it? Yeah, that's the self-directed learner. And I uh, directed so myself to that word. If someone was 18, not even 18, let's say in their early 20s or like thinking about university as an option, I would say... If you don't know what you want to do, don't just go to university for the sake of it. Yeah. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. And I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's changed, but the generation that we grew up when we were 18 year olds, so we're 30 now, aren't we? Ish. Or ish. <laughs> I think it was like, if you didn't, it was frowned upon. Like, yeah. if you didn't go to university, it was like, ooh, like a bit of a, wait, like, what are you doing in your life? Mm. But I think it's more important to take that time to figure out what you want to do. And then, like, so if you did three years of a course that you weren't really interested in, got all this debt, and then we're, like, finished, and you still didn't know what you wanted to do, it's such a waste of time and money. Whereas if you'd maybe spent one or two years getting loads of, like, doing internships, internships, getting, or even traveling and finding yourself and figuring it out rather than just diving straight into it mm. and doing a degree in something that you don't even want to do I think it's such a waste of time you're much better figuring it out and then taking like your step forward but it's also so crazy expensive like even if you do unpaid internships that's cheaper than going to university yeah <laughs> like yeah. It, it seems like it's dreadful but actually university is the opposite like you're not getting paid for it and you're paying them to go <laughs> Here's to flip it around. So when I finished university, I got a job in this, like, it's to do with, like, digital PR. And I was hiring people. Um, and one of the main things that I look for is a degree yeah. with a first. Yeah. But that is not, that was nothing to do with other than, it's really hard to tell someone's experience from a CV because a lot of people glorify it. It can sound, it's really hard to get a gist of someone. But I knew if they had a degree and it was a first, it showed their work ethic. It wasn't even about their smartness ability. It was like, because I knew how much, you can't, you can be as smart as you want, but you cannot get a first unless you have that work ethic and mm. you want to be like you want you're like a hard worker you can't be lazy and get first it's just not possible so that's what I was looking for it was just like that proven thing yeah did it always work I didn't find anyone with the first uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was no the only one <laughs> see I still feel very inferior not inferior it's not even like I feel inferior but I feel very vulnerable because I'm a freelancer who doesn't have a degree. So I can't, pretty much can't, I don't feel like I can go to any job, even though I've got a job already. So for me, it's like, I've got to do, I'm 32 and I've got to do a degree just to tick the box. That's well, how I feel. What's your advice to someone like me who's sitting One of the main reasons too old? I went back to university was because, so for instance, we went to musical theatre, did dance, singing and acting. And it always felt like the under, like behind, because I can't sing. Yeah. And I always was like, I'm just never going to be as good as those people that can do all three. Mm. And for that reason, 
I didn't want to be in the fashion industry or this PR industry that I wanted to be in without having all the things in my basket. Yeah. So I went to university to get a degree on my CV. So when people are judging me, I would be up there with the top people. Yeah, exactly. But did it teach me anything? Pros and cons, because if I look at my work in the first year of my university, it looks like a child's done it. And then if you look at my last year of university, it looks like this, it's like hardcore. Like it's such a difference. So did, is it worth it? Well, yeah. But I think you've got to start with what do you want to do? Mm. Because I think, yeah, having a degree as a safety net that it will come in handy. Yeah. Yeah, it probably will. But you might then not use it. So yeah. and, and and actually, if you're already working as a freelancer, are you likely to want to continue working as a freelancer? It's yeah. quite hard you to do. go back to employment. Yeah, oh I don't really want to so be employed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I'd rather set up my own business, but obviously that's a whole new like. Yeah, but you don't need a degree for that. No, at all because you employ yourself. Yeah. So this is one of <laughs> you're like, hey, you're like, I'm yes, the best I woman do for this job. <laughs> that's one of my, my things because like I obviously did a degree and then I now work for myself and there wasn't much in between it. I think I had a job in an office for like four months, so like. I've did all that work to just to work for myself. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and to go back to an office now. I'd... But you could. The difference between yeah. me and you is you could go into an and office I think... now, whereas they would just be like, "Jog on, mate." If I want, and in. I think I always that, dance out. I of always this room. feel safe because of that. I know that with a first and like the experience yeah. that I've got, I'd still be quite capable of walking into a really good job. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Before you mentioned Zoe, you mentioned that your parents were quite an influence. You said something mm. like you were quite easily to be persuaded by your mother. <laughs> um, so we want to know what, how much of an influence you think your parents had on your life choices, especially when you were younger Good versus question. now. Thank you. Yeah, so I think <laughs> You're welcome. the direct influence, because I've actually been thinking about this a bit more recently, and I think one thing I've never really accounted for is the indirect influence of my parents. The fact that we all like we we come into this world like pretty blank slate right and then <laughs> we start to pick up what is desirable what is a good thing to do what yeah. is, you know what is aspirational and i think for me i grew up in a household where science was really valued yeah science was really considered like what great people did you know you you could put someone into space that's you know that's a great achievement or you yeah. could be a great mathematician Whereas obviously other people have different priorities. For some people, they're like, no, nah, what's science? What's the point of science, right? So mm. I think that had an influence. <laughs> There's no point to science, and I think, No point to that. Yeah. And I think also ballet as well. Like, um, what do you call it? Like, it's not fine arts, but like, things yeah. like opera and ballet were quite respected in my yeah. house, like yeah, yeah, yeah. more than musical theatre, for example. It's, do you know what? I'm, I feel like what I've learned, it's like my mum was always very like made me not didn't make me but kind of took me to like modeling type things and um auditions without me really knowing what an audition was which was terrifying and made me do piano lessons and stuff like that but I feel like she was super I don't know what point I was actually going to say but she was very like pro like performing and pro mm. like if I was I won a, I won the like little sprint race when I was five burst into tears and my mum was like so happy but I was so stressed by the whole thing and I feel like she was like do this thing that you're terrified of and since then I've always like just plunged myself into things that I'm kind of terrified of because 
of that I feel maybe that parental influence of like you know she was obviously really pleased that, that I won a thing, race <sighs> I think that's a great thing <laughs> that's like the best skill I don't know because like now I'm like why did I go into acting because I feel like maybe I should have like not done that <laughs> I don't know like, I was from a very theatre background I, it was so like oh yay and perform I, was it a theatre background you were on did you like dancing sing and acting from a young age so I definitely like I feel like that's where my interests lay and I think that like ballet was the in like acceptable intersection yeah but it became really clear that it wasn't for me mm-hmm. um, it's, it's so not it's not most people aren't going to be a ballerina because it's so your body has to be so specific doesn't it so, I would I, know I was from a theatre background I started ballet my basically always did just copied my sister so my sister loved it she loved dancing and I just copied my sister don't think I ever really enjoyed a ballet class but I did it since I was two I was on point shoes by the time I was nine did it every day after school did competitions did the whole shebang went into singing acting but I used to hate dance competitions I just didn't find it fun but yeah I just did it Mm. and then it came to the end of high school and because I'd done it my whole entire life even more than what I'd done in school it was just a natural progression for me to go on to theatre school but if I look back at it now I never enjoyed it it was just my life and like because I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was 18 instead of thinking about what I wanted to do as a career I just was like let's go to theatre school and I remember auditioning for theatre school thinking oh it's just over the road I'll just go in everyone else at my dance school was doing it we got got in got a scholarship and I thought great don't have to pay for this let's let's go do this got I was like I'll only stay for a year until I figure out what I wanted to do so ended up staying for the whole three years and I I started to believe that other people's dreams were my own so when I was in this theater school I was like I want to do musical theater and then I got out and I was like I have never wanted to do musical theater before in my life I don't think I want to do musical theater I think as well as parents it's parents and the people around you it's really easy to get sucked into other people's dreams and goals and get lost in your in your own especially when you don't know what you want oh i know what i was gonna say before when i got distracted by my own brain as a parent not that i am one but when i'm a parent i feel like i'm gonna be way more like see what the kid likes see what the kid wants to do because my mum just like made me because my my nan was a pianist my mum was like made me do piano lessons and I found it quite traumatising because I just wasn't very good true though because if you looked at what your child liked and what it was naturally talented at go make it do that because don't even make them do that just because they're good at something because I was a phenomenal swimmer but I find it terrifying (laughs) and I was like go and do at least one race so I did the breaststroke and I won and I hated it and I'm like so nervous for me like I'm a toned I'm awful at singing awful I couldn't I couldn't repeat back to you like the most famous I couldn't repeat I couldn't sing happy birthday in tune but why did I spend so much time doing singing lessons it's like you might as well have not bothered why not concentrate on the thing that you're good at yeah like well, just something you love like really love like in your in your core but have you ever Zoe defied your parents advice and like just done something that they're like no no Zoe you're terrible at that thing you're like well I'm gonna go and do it anyway I don't know if I did when I was a child. No. I mean, now I feel like I, yeah, I love acting. And mm. now I hang out with actors. I can see it's not something that people, and it's so hard yes. to, to make your way in acting. Yeah. Like people only stick with it because they really, really love the it. the passion's there. And I don't feel that my parents understand that. 
I don't think it makes any sense to them. I think like the whole idea of it not being a job was because it's in this weird space of it requires as much commitment as a job, yeah. but you can't really make a living from it. Well, some people can, but most the ninety eight percent of people can't make a living, right? But even I don't know what the percentage is. Do but... make a living? I reckon they've spent like ten years not making a living from it. I yeah. don't. I don't think it's like. How some does people it make just... you feel now that actors, a lot of actors, get booked and how many social media followers they have? Well, but I, but it, it's it's no different from how it's always worked. Mm. So I know a lot of people think it's scandalous and think like actors should be booked on their talent. But at the end of the day, if you're selling, if if you want to make films, mm-hmm. um, then you have to sell those films. And you sell those films to people who want to watch them. And that's why you put your big stars in. That's yeah. why big stars make money. It's yeah. because people will, they've heard of Keira Knightley. Yeah. They'll you go watch and watch Keira Knightley. Because of that person's in it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's just a commercial fact of the world. And social media is exactly the same. So I guess I, it's just a way of measuring it really yeah. easily. Yeah, it's the same it? as having a degree, isn't it? It's like a... Obviously, it's not the same, but it's, it's the same principle of like, oh, you've got a first degree, you get the job. Oh, you you went to RADA, you got the acting job, or you, you've got X amount of followers, you're going to bring in an audience, you get the job. Like, it's... Here's an interesting world, question. So, do you think my degree would have more weight than my social media following? Or vice versa? In a job interview? To do with <laughs> my genre? So, like, whatever I did my degree in fashion management and marketing. maybe your followers... But it depends Might what win. the job is. Like, yeah. if you were going to do accounting, so, I mean, like, I know that's not yeah. what you're talking about. If but it's in, that my, wouldn't if it's make in a the difference. genre of what my degree was in, so if I went for a job in fashion management and marketing, do you think having a first class degree would be more, more or less than having the social media following? It depends if you're going to be the public face of the company or not. So if you're just in just a, a normal role, job, like no, no. So I don't think so necessarily because presumably you'd keep it a bit different. You wouldn't be like, oh, I'm. I don't know. I think it would have to link up somehow. But I think there are jobs that it would link up for, but I don't think it automatically does. So the social media thing, I find it funny because lots of people are like, oh, it's just Instagram, it's just followers. But if you think about the way the world works, every every job, everything is selling something. Mm. So if you can create a marketplace by yourself without any help from anybody else... So, for instance, I think my following now is about 200,000. So I'm sitting on a platform of 200,000 people that I can free market to Mm -hmm. every day. What company wouldn't want me to do that for their company so they can sell it? Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I think we've got the podcast guests that we have because of your following. Like, I feel like if, if, if Laura had zero followers... Or just the same amount as me, which is like 400. Like, just like the average Joe's amount of followers on Instagram or whatever. You are 400 now. Do you know what? It went to 400. It it was, for a long time, I was desperate (laughs) to have 400 followers on Instagram without actually doing anything to make them happen. But it was like 96, 97, 93. And I was like, 393, I should say. And then it was like, go back up and then go back down. It's went up to 413 at one point and we're dropping we're dropping. I could be on 399 soon. <laughs> I really don't want that to happen. <laughs> but yeah, like for sure, like when I approach people, because I do all the like getting the guests onto the podcast, when I approach them, I know that obviously our media kit's like looks great and it's well written by me. Um, <laughs> even if I do say so myself. Um, and I think the concept's great, but I think the main draw is the amount of people that Laura has following her. Not my degree. Not your degree. <laughs> <laughs> 
should someone concentrate on growing a social media following or go to university? Do you, Both. If, if you spend <laughs> how long? If you spent three years rather than going to university on building a social media following, how many followers do you think you would get? Well, I started mine about three years ago, so that's your okay. answer. Yeah. So, so 200,000. So I've got about 122,000 on Instagram and coming up to 70,000 on YouTube and then 10 on Twitter. I've got 30, about 30 on LinkedIn, 30,000 on LinkedIn for some really random reason. <laughs> That's funny. I think it's got to depend on whether you want to be part of the system or not. So the world is, a, as we've been mentioning a lot, a competitive place. This is how I've worded it. The world is a competitive place. Have either of you ever lied on a CV? There we go first. So I feel I feel like it's the kind of thing I would do, but I can't think of any actual examples. Do you know anyone who has lied on a CV or if you ever caught anyone lying on a so CV? I have a story and I can't remember where this story came from, but there was someone who was interviewed for a job and he lied on his CV and it was such a stupid lie as well. So he's trying to make himself look interesting. So he said he was the head of the caving club. <laughs> Like because he didn't have any hobbies, so he's like, "Well, let's like." How do you even think of that? Right? Yeah. Good. You should say uh, go golfing. No, uh, the caving club. Golfing. I'll have a hobby, and but also by making himself the head of it, like it showed he could take on responsibility, yeah. and so so I guess it was okay. Except that he went into interview right after after the actual real head of the caving club at his university, so oh. he was totally busted. I've lied on my CV. What have you said? I can, Is it still there? I, can, I don't really have a CV. I've never really used one, but I can speak Arabic and French. Go on. And a shway, Becky Arabic. Je parle un petit peu de français. I can... Oui, bien. I can speak about four sentences in each language. I speak French too. <laughs> but I think if someone made up completely... Here's the thing. If someone had completely made up CV, glorified, they had loads of work experience, a degree on there, they even had, like, I don't know, did, completely made up, and they were amazing at the job, they could really do it. And then you get someone that's got all the experience and really crap at it. Like, it could, it could be that. So why not lie on your CV? Because at the I end of the day... You get cool. Yeah, but you can't go to jail for it. Glorify it. Yeah, also, I haven't personally done this, but I reckon you could. Mm. All that happens is you don't get the job and you're not going to get the job anyway. Like, I read a lot of books now about people who got their start in life by lying on their CV or by lying about their experience. I think glorify yeah. the truth. For when sure. they know they can do the job. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you have to know you can do it. You if, can't just be like, if you're me, a doctor, I'm really good at maths. I if went you're, to Cambridge and did maths. If you're a doctor, don't lie. Like, if you're, <laughs> if you're saving lives, like, do not lie. I'm talking you're about, like, far, though, jobs you? that aren't, like, life of death situation yeah. or, like, mechanical. And, do you know what I mean? There's certain yeah. jobs that you can. Mm-hmm. For instance, for, in the fashion industry, glorify it. Yeah. The thing is, as well, any job, like being a doctor or a mechanical engineer, they're not going to let you do anything dangerous until everything you do will be checked by someone yeah. else so you're not going to get away with it anyway and i think as mm. well when they say expecting salary what what is your salary now mm. whack it up a good 10k god they're not <laughs> going to check well no but i think actually the whole salary thing is a little bit complicated because one of the reasons you ask for that like having been on the other side of recruiting yeah is you want to make sure they're right for this position i.e. they're not too junior or too senior. Uh, so you could be too So too you could ambitious. price yourself out of the job. Oh, that's interesting. Because they'll think, oh, you must be acting at a more senior level than your CV says because you're being paid that. 
yeah or even just we can't afford to pay that whereas maybe we could afford to pay like what you actually want you know i think i think that's so a little be, bit more complicated so put down what you want to be paid basically yeah exactly rather than being greedy yeah <laughs> i liked your idea though <laughs> it's a good job you're here to bring this down to like <laughs> bring laura's crazy ideas in yeah i i do think you should glorify the truth though as in like say if you did an internship and it was literally just making cups of tea whack a few amazing mm. things on in there but you still did the internship mm. like no one's gonna say but but then again it's back to like what is lying like i do think you should like point out all of the because as human beings we tend to downplay our own achievements yeah when actually we have been quite instrumental in doing something or we have done something that's really relevant for a job and we go oh i was just an intern mm. that's lying too but it's lying the other way yeah and i think you should definitely not do that yeah you have to be careful that you're not being too modest yeah exactly you have a habit of doing that yeah <laughs> but do you yeah, i have the opposite <laughs> I had an agent who used to tell, change my CV a lot. It wasn't me, it was the agent. And I just went along with it because I was like, yeah, I just want an acting job. Didn't work. Um, She would say, she changed it on my CV to say that I did acting at Lipper for three years rather than dance for one. Which is a big lie, right? Yeah. Big lie, but clever. (laughs) And she also changed a lot of the dates of when I did jobs so that they were more recent. So it looked like I was more of an active actor. But my current agent, as far as I'm aware, doesn't lie at all. Which one worked better? Neither. Well, the whole question, right, in life, how much do you sacrifice to get what you want? And actually, if you have to do things that make you feel horrible and, and yeah, clammy yeah, inside, yeah. it's not worth it. Yeah, because I always felt a bit on edge because I was like, I don't like lying. Mm. I'm not, as a general rule, a liar. But someone else has lied for me. So I'd be like, oh, my agent's got that wrong. You know, like, it was just like, oh, just like, it puts me in the icky spot, not really her ever, because yeah. she's never going to have to confront a person who says oh, so you went to Lipper and you did acting, so you must know. Uh, yeah, we're really good friends. I'd be re- really good at making shit up in that case. I'd be like, oh, yeah, Barbara, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, I don't know. I really wanted to work in a, mag- a magazine when I left uni and I couldn't get through the door, couldn't even get an interview. I don't even know how people get interviews. Like, what do you need on your CV for an interview? So I came up with this ingenious plan that I'd do a presentation on a video and do a PowerPoint presentation with me talking on the video on it and send it to the magazine. And I kind of knew, obviously, that YouTube and Instagram, this was years and years and years ago, I knew this was where magazines needed to be heading. Quite clever. Like, to know that back then, before any of this happened, it was before any any magazines or even fashion brands started to do the YouTube space. It was just us influencers. I made it this whole presentation on how they should do their YouTube channel. I, like, did pictures. Really in-depth thing. Walked into the place. I'm not going to say the magazine, but it was a very well-known one, fashion. Um, um, no. Um, walked in, put put the CV, all the all the envelopes with this USB to all the people in the in the magazine, so everyone had a copy of my face. Going, hi, I'm Laura. Welcome to my PowerPoint presentation. If I meet anyone now, they remember that. I'd be so cringed. You're telling everyone. Didn't hear anything from them. And then a couple of weeks later, all my ideas started appearing on their YouTube oh, channel. What? Yeah, really bad. I didn't hear a word from them. What dickheads. And it was like too, it was too similar to, like it was so spot on to what I'd said in this PowerPoint presentation for it to have not been a a coincidence. I thought it was really shady. But now they've closed down, so. (laughs) 
So who's laughing now? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, right. This is the most important topic of the day. A Wikipedia. (laughs) Wikipedia. We're really impressed by the fact that you've got a Wikipedia page. So um, could you tell us like how how did that come about? But first of all, I think this is important on topic because it's all about, it is kind of like a CV. Yeah, Wikipedia is the best CV ever. Except that you have no control over it. (laughs) So one of the things is people can add things to your Wikipedia page Mm. um, and you're not supposed to edit it yourself. Based on what you know about me, do you think it is accurate? I've not read it. really. (laughs) Because I think it's not very accurate. Um, it makes you sound fantastic. Oh, thank you. Well, that's that's the right thing. And you are fantastic. It doesn't matter if it's accurate then, does it? <laughs> yeah. So I think Wikipedia is the same as like a CV and social media. It gives, it's almost glorifying your, yourself as a human being. Like it may not mean that you're the smartest person in the room, but it suddenly makes people think that you are. For instance, my social media suddenly gives me kind of like a platform some sort of credibility credit credit, yeah same as a wikipedia page same as a degree on your cv Mm. but it's not actually the truth even without lying deliberately you come across differently in your social media particularly if you're something visual like instagram like obviously there have been so many articles recently about people posting pictures on instagram where they always look amazingly happy because what you wouldn't post a picture of yourself looking like weeping yeah but, but then that gives people an impression, just even if you're not faking it, just by natural editing yeah. of what you put on, mm. it gives people a certain impression. So I think the whole, I think it's very hard to get to know someone without actually meeting them. Yeah. If definitely. you're just judging them based on their I've, online presence. I've mm. nailed the the key to life is just making yourself appear amazing on all these platforms. <laughs> It depends what you want out of life. Career-wise, it is better to put energy and effort into having a glorified presence. It will get you further. On yeah. social can't media... can't with it, though. I just like... Glorify your CV and get yourself a Wikipedia page. But, then, but I think, for me, it's much more important what Abby was saying about actually, do you then enjoy the life you're living once yeah. you've made all these things? Because if you don't... It was all for nothing. It was it, all for, like, actually for other people. It yeah, exactly. Open doors Who don't for know you. you. Yeah, but, but you have to weigh do you up, wanna, like... Do you want to go into that room, though? That's the thing. You need to know if you want to be behind the door. You know, opening doors. There's no point opening doors if behind there is like a ton of snakes. And or... I think sometimes we all want shortcuts. And you always think, like, the next level is when you're going to be happy. Mm-hmm. And so if you sacrifice everything like your the rest of your life and your integrity and everything to get that yeah it never stops because Mm. you've still got to do it again to the next level and you have to do it more and more and more and then you can find you've had like a 10-year career and actually maybe you have been quite successful Mm. but but you've built on bullshit maybe but you've not enjoyed any of it yeah you've not enjoyed it and maybe if you're you know glorifying things too much and being too falsely happy you know that you're not being authentic to who you really are and like does that fit does that sit okay with you because i know for myself it probably wouldn't yeah and if it does sit okay with you then you probably are being authentic to yourself yeah and i think everyone's got to be their own judge but i definitely one of my things i am super happy about right now is that i'm letting all that go a bit like i'm trying to focus on what will i really enjoy doing not what are 500 things i could do that will try and make me more successful so that i can enjoy what i'm doing in the future yeah 
But how do you get a Wikipedia page? You still haven't answered. <laughs> <laughs> how do we go about this? <laughs> so, um, well, so Wikipedia is like a massive, it's a wiki. So What's a wiki? Like, so a wiki is like an editable website. Okay. So the difference between Wikipedia and this Encyclopedia Britannica, which was the comparison that everyone always used to make, that people were like, well, how can it possibly be as accurate as this book compiled by experts? And actually, Wikipedia is more accurate because um, every because people do edit it, I guess. If you make something easy, then people do it. Mm. But then they have to have loads of rules around, like, what is and isn't okay. So you can't edit your own page and you can't edit How people you know. How do they know, you know if it's you doing it? Can you not they just don't. make up a different email address? Yeah, you can. Okay. So if I wanted a Laura Blair Wikipedia page, I would just start writing anonymously. Anonymously. Yeah, oh, I could do it for you. Could you, I do it? Can I? Can your mate so do your, it? Your, yeah, your mate is not allowed to do it either. But again, they won't know who what you are. Your mate's mate. I think what, they might know who I am because I'm all over. Yeah, them. but what, what's going to happen <laughs> if you make your page? So I suspect Laura might be all right. You've got two hundred thousand followers. So if people want to get Laura on Wikipedia, it's up to the audience. Oh yeah, the listeners can do yeah, it. Yeah, the listeners Let's get can Laura do it on, on sure. Hollyoaks and Wikipedia. <laughs> There's a similar thing that, like, there's a website, it's called Famous Birthdays. It's kind of similar. Lots of YouTubers and bloggers and celebrities are on there. And I'm on there. And it's, I guess it's the same as Wikipedia. It's completely random. I'm 10 years younger. And they emailed me the other day. They were like, loads of people have been typing in your name. Can you just give me a few more facts? I was like, well, I'm 10 years older for starters, but I quite like it. So you can just leave it in there. So they've got your actual birthday, but just 10 years older. Yeah. And there's loads of things like I'm friends with Matthew Williamson. I mean, like, I'm not. I've had one picture with them, but apparently we're mates. <laughs> Again, I was like, you leave that one in there too. <laughs> but it's really weird. People must just send it in. Before you go, can we just all say whether we think going to university was a good idea or not a good idea? After discussing it, do we think it's worth it? So, uh, but my answer is really complicated because... A I, couple of pros and cons. Yeah, I don't think it was worth it from learning. Like, I didn't learn anything useful at university and I would have learned so much if I'd just been in a job for three years. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't think it was worth it from that point of view. And if you consider all the money that, in my case, other people spent on my education, I don't think it was good value for the government. Mm-hmm. Um for me personally, it led to getting the job that I got and it would lead to getting good jobs again in the future. Yeah. So it, it's worth it to me to have the degree, even though I didn't learn anything. So you're paying, you're paying for the line on your CV. You're paying yeah. for the piece of paper. And you, Laura? Yeah. I, pros is that my, my work improved, but I think that was just because I worked at it. I don't necessarily think it was because I went to the university. So yeah. if I had the dedication to do it in my spare time... I don't know whether I would have had that dedication so that's like borderline yeah cons so much money it was so much money when I went it's like 40k it was not worth that at all and I am self-employed so I didn't use it in the slightest but I learned so much in those three years and it made me smart in the way that now even when I do stuff I'm like what's the thought process behind that like say if we're doing this podcast I always have the this thought process I don't know if you went to university it's like because you have to do your research you have to prove your point and that kind of work ethic at university like your what's it called your projects and stuff your dissertation it's all, all about proving a theory or proving something I kind of use that in everyday life and I think that's what I learned from university but was it worth 40k absolutely not okay what's yours 
me i'm confused i think ask me in 10 years time but 37 percent of the millennial generation regret going to university really that's the statistic yeah thank you very much Hannah. yeah Listen thank you us. if you've enjoyed growing up please let us know and leave us a five-star review if possible you can follow our antics on social media at grown up underscore official if you would like us to cover a particular topic just let us know or you would even like to come on as a guest just email us at the grown up podcast at gmail.com and we'll see you next time bye-bye